1: Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in-depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised.
2: Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge.
1: You are. You are indeed. New New software, so if there are any hiccups, uh, that's why. Yes. And the mysterious
0: L... Hello, my beautiful babies. <laughs> Italian L back in the it's business. It's me, <laughs> Elio again. That's uh, not
1: what Mario sounds like.
0: Approva to Chris Pratt and not to Harder. Very
1: easy. <laughs> that's not what he sounds like. Do it better.
2: Uh, nope, that's the, that's absolutely Mario. I could, I felt, I felt Mario in the room with me when I heard that.
0: <laughs> it's a me, a Johnny Karate.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: <sighs> Yeah. It's me. Hello, my beautiful baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have watched that preview more than once, uh, so it looks amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it just sounds like gibberish, but I mean, I don't even think it sounds that bad. I think people are just—I think people just want to hate Chris Pratt, and that's fine because I never liked him enough to really care that much that everybody has turned him into their punching bag now.
1: Yeah, we've gotten way too much Chris Pratt in the the recent. He can just, like,
0: if he just wants to take a year off. He's like, oversaturated and underserved. Like, all the stuff he's in is bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a, he's part of that new horrible Jurassic World franchise. He was on that, like, straight-to-Amazon or whatever like sci-fi action movie. that wasn't terrible. It was just a huge nothing. Yeah. Uh, he was in Space Creeper, which was not a good look for him. Like, I feel like Space Creeper into weird religious stuff was, like, a devastating one-two punch for his career. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, at least advice in my sphere, internet opinion has turned on him pretty badly.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, he hasn't
0: gone full anti-vax,
1: so... Who is he, MIA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, when we get into the boosh in our, and our beautiful boy, Alex, uh, yeah, a bunch of people showing their asses about him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: She's fly like paper, gets high like planes, even during a pandemic. No vaccine in these veins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess play our bumps so we can get into the boosh.
2: No, sounds like a plan. I'll do that right now.
1: It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche.
0: Ah, uh, time to boosh it up. And uh, this yeah. week, for a sweet boosh... I have something that I wrote down because Mike Rains told me to do it. So I did it, and I don't know what he's talking about. It just says book report, question mark.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, because last week Sarge asked me for a book report about the various factions of QAnon as they exist in the current uh, zeitgeist. And um, it's very funny because on Truth Social, which is the home for QAnon, which which is what Truth Social wanted to be this whole time, Literally, my feed, the the front uh, page of truth for my feed of QAnon promoters is literally someone just saying, look, guys, I'm tired of all this drama and all this infighting. We're all working to defeat the deep state. We don't need to be doing this. (laughs) And, And then immediately somebody's like, shut up, you glow shill piece of shit. You Soros funded deep state arpa darpa. And they're just they're just on each other so basically you have uh we the media which as i i have repeatedly and i like to mockingly call quote-unquote serious q anon right. and that's your jordan sather's your praying medics your uh, all, uh incarnated the anti semite chiropractor basically anyone that i talk about is probably part of we the media and they're the people that want to be the gatekeepers
1: And we the media is a conglomerate on truth.
2: It's a conglomerate. Well, they have a Telegram channel, and it's like the it's it's like the overarching brand of all these QAnon promoters. There's like basically like twenty to thirty of them that are in We the Media, and they all like to like hold hands and sing Kumbaya, and we're the important
1: guys. So, but your your first update really uh, kind of I don't surprising me is that eight coon is dead everybody's on truth now like
2: oh yeah i mean well eight coon has been dealing with a lot of ddos attacks and basically uh if you follow karma uh 2022s um if you follow her twitter feed karma's constantly posting stuff from jim watkins and jim's just like okay guys i tried to get eight coon back up and running but the the capture isn't working well so the the DDoS attacks continue. And Jim actually uh, eventually was like, look, what I need you to do is I need you to uh, register your mobile device on this app in order for me to verify you so that I can let you on 8 And everyone was like, oh, no, this is some untrustworthy <laughs> app that Jim Watkins is busting out. Holy shit. Talk about a great way to get yourself docs and all your information stolen. Thanks,
0: but no thanks, Jim. So, can, can you mine crypto with a phone? Because yeah, no. <laughs> I, I I bet that that's what that app is trying to trick you into doing. Yeah. Holy
1: shit! What would anyone? Oh god! Thank god the, these like
0: dum dums are. My like... favorite part about that. Oh sorry, uh, there was a no. little bit of a delay there. It didn't mean to triple on you. Yeah. My favorite part about that was that uh to, like best case scenario, and like the thing just works out fine. I mean, congratulations! You have access to your weird like. You know, like, uh, like look at these teenage girls in wet T-shirts. it's Not technically illegal. Like website right. for racists. uh Worst case scenario could be like an unlimited amount of things, right? It could just be like a shill. It could dox you. It could spy on you for any number of people, including like the feds. <laughs> like he that, could just like like it could that's just. That's how out, Silk like, Road went down. Like yeah, it could just come out like five years from now. He could like there could just be like a tell-all exposé. It's just like yeah. Started working for the feds at the end of 2018 <laughs> uh, when this Q stuff started to get real big. It just sort of, like, backed away from it for the most part. It just sort of, like, gave them a bunch of information. And then we had this crazy idea for an app, and it changed everything. When we tried this app with butter, everything changed. <laughs> it's app! <laughs> it's the ultimate honeypot. Oh, man. Okay, so... And that's how you-, you can tell that I'm in my mid-30s, because that TikTok thing has already come and gone, and I'm still referencing it now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so i derailed you a little there uh because i was surprised that no one's on eight coon anymore uh but i mean why would they be like it was the home of q and it's dead now so everyone's on truth we have the we the media conglomerate and they're like they're the big boy racists uh maybe leaders of q
2: Oh, so they're the they're the leaders of Qanon, which of course they would get very yeah. mad at because there is no Qanon. Yeah, there's no Qanon, mate. There's yeah.
0: Q, there's a There Q is no Qanon, All right?
2: Uh, but so, and uh, someone who got kicked out of the Cool Kids Club, a guy named Archivanon, who um, found out very quickly that these people, you got to toe the party line, or else suddenly you're not a, you're not a part of the Cool Kids Club anymore. Um, but Archivanon was just like. I was in a group chat where a lot of anti-Semitism was going on, and that was no bueno <laughs> to me. And it's like, uh, I, I, have you read the Q drops, buddy? There's like, oh, there's a Q drop that leads to a, a, a string of Q drops where Q just posts uh, Rothschild's owned banks. That like, <laughs> there's the a whole, lot of
1: anti-Semitism going around right now.
2: And it, yeah, but and it's just, but I'm like, I'm like, buddy uh q was never anything it, it, he q was an anti semite the whole way there's a reason why he said we're quote, we're saving israel for last there's a reason why he posted an anti-semitic cartoon so you can't separate the anti-semitism Shut up,
0: you virtue signaling hippie <laughs> boo we hate it boo yeah I mean, obviously what you're saying is wrong i've look having researched q as much as i have for this show uh which we all know is a ton uh, I've cu- I've come to the conclusion that uh, actually they love the Jews. They think Jewish people are great. They're big fans of that faith. They love it.
2: Yes, one hundred percent.
0: And I defi- I defy you to show me proof to the contrary. But I get to vet the sources, and if I don't like them, it doesn't count. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man, you're playing the game so well. You're a pro already. Uh, so yeah. Um. So there have. So the problem is, is that we the media's product is qAnon it's basically just a religion you're not selling anything that's like tangible or real you're just selling vibes and like feelings and hillary's going to go to jail at some ill-defined point you're just pretending that you have the inside connection to god and q's gone q ain't coming back for any time in the foreseeable future uh cuz again aikoon's a, a dumpster fire that can barely keep online so when other people jump in and they're like, I believe in Q and on," and I'm worried about these, we, the media people, it seems like they're getting a little too big for their britches. And I think they're trying to cash in on this thing. And that's not, that's not cool to me. You really don't have anything to defend yourself with other than, Hey man, I've been following Q for a real long time. And that gives me <laughs> bona fides that you don't have. So it like, it's inevitable that a group like this is going to have schisms and you're going to have like fractures in the community because it's all bullshit. It's all people believing whatever nonsense they want to believe based off of this dumb LARP they're all existing inside of. It's why they couldn't control ghost Ezra when he got popular for a hot minute and then was doxxed as a dumb, dumb from Florida and he lost all his, uh, his cachet. But, there's there's no there there with this product so if any like schmuck shows up and spins a yarn and gets an audience they can't stop him. i mean it's why to this day you have people talking about jfk jr being alive even though everybody in we the media fucking hates that shit they're just like they're like stop <laughs> saying jfk Jr. is alive it makes us look bad bro i mean we don't want to look dumb to the media and that's what jfk jr does the stuff about like joe biden drinking the blood of children that are trapped in deep underground military bases that makes us look great it makes us look totally serious but
0: But those uh, people never see the other side of it if you're jfk jr and you're secretly alive which he totally is yeah wouldn't it hurt your feelings real bad if everybody just kept on going on like you were dead that's like a nightmare (laughs) gaslighting is not cool and we should all accept that JFK Jr. is alive. As soon as yes. he... All he needs to do is hold a single press conference where we can take his DNA to prove that he's JFK Jr. And then that'll clear that up. And he's
1: on his dad's boat from the movie White Squall.
0: Yes. Yeah. With, with the bell and everything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He just He's just looking at that bell, a lone tear, rolling down his cheeks, just thinking, man, where we go one, we go all. What a beautiful sentiment.
0: And so <laughs> it's just like, wait a minute. that They used the wrong form of the word one here it says one like like have achieved victory this isn't even the same bell and they're just like uh we it's a replica bell because we liked the original so much we couldn't dare to take it out that'd be great oh my god it's just like well well then mr jfk jr i assert that you too are a replica and that the real one has been famously dead for 30 years the current <laughs>
2: JFK Jr. is a synth, and so yes. Oh, I that'd be that...
0: great. Yeah, l- let's give him the the uh, what's it called the the void Conf test or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it'll <laughs> just be like a turtle's on its back in the hot sun. What do you do? <laughs> She's like, oh no, man, I'm JFK Jr. I promise. <laughs>
1: no, you give him. It's QAnon. You give him the mind Conf
0: test. See, it, t- it like, dude, I'm I'm here to tell you, try to get that those two words out without like my brain, uh, my brain was like doing actual autocorrect. It was like, yeah. surely you mean Mein Kampf. <laughs> like, was, like you've only you've only ever used that word in one context and frequently during this podcast that you're doing, so come on, bro, what are you talking about? So <laughs> it, there was a little stutter in my delivery of that one, it was because not only could I remember not, not only could I not remember the name of that thing, when I came up with an educated guess, my brain tried to make it a Hitler joke. It was yeah. like, Oh, we're talking I about mean, Hitler now? Well like I mean only kind of.
1: Yes. <laughs> we we are in QAnon and like I've said
0: why do all these why do i know all these nazis i'm just in QAnon. well it's so
2: weird yeah, yeah I,
0: got I mean I got thankfully names. what we're really talking about is other pasty caucasian idiots with bad hair like alex yeah. jones and <laughs> uh Jones records had, you know if if it weren't for somebody else's no good very bad day uh we would say that alex jones is having the peak the peak bad day but unfortunately uh for al or for I, I guess in this context fortunately for alex jones his nearly one billion dollar settlements uh one billion dollar in settlements uh pales in comparison to uh, a familiar face but mike phyllis said i mean hopefully what is the last alex jones segment we ever have to do uh i'm totally sure that this is it he's gonna pay his billion dollars <laughs> and the fuck off uh what what's up with alex jones besides complete defeat
2: Uh, so Alex Jones, as, as L and everyone else in the media has probably told you, uh, basically got hit with about a billion dollars worth of, uh, claims for all the bullshit he did, uh, peddling, uh, lies about what happened at Sandy Hook. And so, and the good thing about this is that when he got hit for the money in Texas, everyone was saying, well, Texas has caps on how much you can get hit for. And They're going to reduce that. He ain't going to pay nearly that much. He'll be able to survive it. Um, I've, I haven't seen anything that's indicated that uh, Connecticut has caps that can actually uh, really take this down a notch. Because I'm sure that on appeal, a bunch of judges are going to get into a room and be like, whoa, a billion dollars. Slow your roll there, jury. But if those judges come back and be like, Alex, Alex, we've decided to cut you a break. You only owe $300 million i'm sure alex would be like oh shit just pull out his wallet and pay the 300 million and be on his way i'm sh- so uh yeah. this is this is big boy money and there's really no out for him to avoid it because he doesn't have a case to appeal because he refused to participate yeah in he lost my and like I actually had um and I had someone literally parroting Alex's talking points about this whole thing on Twitter last night that was like this was a default judgment, which is bullshit, and it's like so unfair that would happen to Alex, and it's like no, the man had years to comply, he literally had years to comply with uh discovery um on three separate occasions, they had a different corporate re- representative go before to be deposed. And all three times the corporate representative had no fucking idea what was going on. Yeah. He got uh,
1: hit with like $10 million in sanctions because he kept sending idiots to get deposed.
2: Right. So he played this whole proceedings as a farce to the point where like Alex, Alex and many people have said default judgments like this almost never happened yet. Three separate lawsuits, two in Texas and one in Connecticut, all three judges were like, I'm defaulting you, you fucking prick, like, you have so uh, worn the court's patience, that we're just going to declare you the loser, because we're sick of you. And it takes work to achieve that. You have to push so hard for our legal system to not bend over backwards and give you a chance So it's it's he he earned every bit of this and he has no leg to stand on in appeal. He can't claim First Amendment or this, that, the other thing, because he refused to participate. But you know what he does
0: have, though? Vocal supporters somehow, (laughs) including our friend Marjorie Taylor Greene. Of course, it's it's Uh a a QAnon podcast. Of course, we can't talk about Alex Jones without (sighs) talking about QAnon and QAnon friends. Fans and friends, which I almost shortened to "frans," Friends person, man. Back in so, Mike, uh, what what has the QAnon temperature been on this decision? Uh, I ask, knowing already what the answer
2: is. Well, the thing that's really funny about this, in a lot of ways, is that um, they QAnon wants this to be about quote unquote free speech so like marjorie taylor Greene saying that any any chuckle fuck who doesn't really know what a monster alex jones is and they want to try to get some clout with him right. they'll talk about how alex jones is being censored how about this is a bad look because yeah alex may have done some bad things but all he did was voice his opinions all he did was speak his mind which we're supposed to have the right to do under the first amendment which again if you followed this case you know that's bullshit but QAnon has to thread a needle because Alex Jones, according to them, is Mossad-funded disinformation, which, again, totally no anti-Semitism there.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it's always Mossad.
2: Yeah, so they have to do this thing where, like, look, now we all know what Alex Jones is up to, winky winky, but – and then they get into the free speech argument – Whereas to me, if you were like an honest QAnon supporter, you'd be like, yeah, take that, Alex Jones, you massage shill. Boom. Deep State sold you out, bro. Way to uh, lay with dogs. Wake up with fleas. How do you like them apples? But because QAnon knows that Q and Alex's feud is totally kayfabe and they both believe totally the exact same fucking thing uh they have to they have to be on alex's side they have to coach it a little they have to explain why they're taking alex side, but they're they're gonna get down to the freeze peach nonsense yeah it's, uh, uh, every
1: every chuckle fuck i've seen coming out on his side is always like oh it's a free speech issue oh uh, he no it's not they let him say whatever he want for years and now he's just literally paying for it
0: like and he had his day in court to defend himself which would have been a a bully of a time to bring up a free speech defense if he had decided to (laughs) to go that route, but he decided it was unnecessary. He was like, how much could it really cost?
2: (laughs) I'll just blow the court off. What can they possibly do to me? Hit me with a billion dollars in settlements?
1: Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't want to agree with the man, but I saw some of his live reaction to it, and he goes, why not make it a trillion? What does it matter at this point? And I was like, well, they should that you should never be allowed to have money again ever. So
2: And 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 the best part was is that his live reaction to getting destroyed was they ne- I declared bankruptcy. They're never going to see a nickel of this money, which I think the bankruptcy court is gonna look upon that very favorably. The yeah. <laughs> bankruptcy, bankruptcy court's gonna go, oh Alex, you're using bankruptcy to avoid paying settlements to the lawsuit you lost. Good move, bro. Boom. Judge like just steps away from the bench, gives him a bro fist. Be like smooth, way to go, Alex. Way to game the system. You smarty pants just pinches Alex cheek and tussles what's left of his hair. So yeah, I, I just he can't help himself, even, even in the midst of all right. this shit even in his absolute moment of total annihilation he has to be like wait 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 everyone i'm going to annihilate myself a little more for you i'm just going to i'm just going to punch myself in the dick after i just had the, the this jury smash my smash my cock and balls with a hammer repeatedly they didn't do enough work on it i'm going to do a little damage to myself i mean it's just he, he god he's incredible he's just such an incredibly stupid idiot and uh couldn't happen to a nicer guy basically
0: well, uh, yep. I mean, he has, uh, as we say in the business, entered the the fucking around, uh, the finding out part of fucking around. Yes. Uh, I mean, maybe we've finally been proven that, hey, no matter how rich and powerful you are, and Caucasian, I guess, and male, and straight, all these things, no matter how many of all, all of the, the force multipliers you have, uh, you cannot be in such open defiance of the court. And we found that out conclusively. Or have we? <laughs> we play that news bump.
1: From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Cues in the News.
2: Yes, so uh, our boy Donald Trump. Oh boy.
1: Ooh this boy. is this is all actual news to me. I've been following
0: all the nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Dateline! October 13th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Sullied and defeated, our boys march for the digital front lines, having suffered a devastating blow. General, President, God, King, and country itself, Donald Trump, will be subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. And surely there's no way for him to weasel out of this one. Boys, we've done it. We've lost the war. <laughs> uh, well, the first thing,
2: uh, I, I really wish I had uh, tweeted, be- tweeted this the moment the announcement came out that the January 6th committee was going to subpoena Trump. Uh, I did check Twitter, and, or I should say Truth, and its it's already out there it's a trap are you sure you want to subpoena the god emperor are you sure you want to have him walk into open into that public hearing and lay the hammer down on you guys he's going to bring the thunder he's going to bring the truth he's going to expose your web of lies are you sure are you just
0: imagine the discovery mike discovery Discovery. oh my god the discovery you didn't know
2: you have no idea. Oh my God, the discovery! Everybody, Still.
0: leaning close, or really cup your hands over your headphones while I whisper to you. Discovery.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, SMRL, the best L.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So things are not looking great for uh, Donald Trump. So we we have to do, of course, because it's breaking Donald Trump news uh we're we're covering it and we're covering it all in a big stupid stew uh because let's also just throw it throw it in there right away so we don't have to do a separate bullet point later uh in addition to this bad news so maybe you know being uh, b- being subpoenaed to stand to sort of like and justify your uh treason or what have you as the former president of the united states that might be a push for losing a billion dollars in terms of having a bad day Uh, But in addition to that, uh, Donald Trump's appeal for his, might I add, packed Supreme Court to uh, bail him out of his little mar a lago problem, uh, they were just like, yeah, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
2: Yeah, the Supreme Court rejected his appeal about the documents. And on top of rejecting it, they also uh, made it clear there were no – no one bothered to put a dissent down on the docket. Not even Clarence Thomas, whose wife is like up to her neck in 1-6 bullshit. Not even Clarence Thomas wanted to be like, bro – bro, I had your back on this one, but the the, the other eight, they didn't see it my way. So I couldn't, even Clarence Thomas was like, nope, fuck that. Just tell him no. At some
0: point he's going to be like staring down the barrel of an annulment, like by the government of his marriage, because once conservatives (laughs) get their way, they're just going to be like, we don't really like race mixing. That we've never been a huge fan of that. Yeah. And uh, we're just going to end it. He's going to be like, no, but my precious wife, she's so beautiful and nice. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, my beautiful pilled wife. Oh, what will I do without her? Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be great for Clarence Thomas when the other five cranks on the Supreme Court vote five to four to uh, overturn Loving versus Virginia, uh, as as God and the Republican Party intended. So, yeah, that's uh, super deluxe, awesome, nice, great. But so, yeah, you have that happening. Um, you have the subpoena and basically, the only thing Trump can do with this subpoena from the 1-6 committee, besides like pray the Republicans win the House and pray they withdraw the subpoena and just try to get, sweep this under the rug, is he has to take the fifth. That's it. And, yeah. he, has, and he has famously said that if you take the fifth, you're fucking guilty. So, um, that's the, that's where the territory is at. So basically Trump's only yeah, and that
0: That soundbite will be played to deaf ears across the world as conservatives are just like, yeah, we've been immune to, we took the feat that makes us immune to hypocrisy like a billion years ago. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh, we just, we just don't care. We could just simultaneously just be like strangling your neighbor to death is wrong. Now, Move on, little one. I have to continue strangling my neighbor. I'm just so confused.
2: Uh, abortion is murder, and anyone who, like, I don't know, pays for an abortion should probably go to jail for conspiracy to commit murder, unless they're running for the Senate in Georgia and have an R next to their name. In which case, you need to fucking vote for them. You need to crawl across broken glass to vote for them. Oh, that guy also has a brain injury and can barely talk? Still do it. We don't give a shit. We just want power. We have no standards. None. Fucking vote our way, you rubes! We don't care about anything except
0: power! The the only lesson that they took from uh, uh, the parents that raised them was, do as I say, not as I do.
2: Yes!
1: Absolutely! 100%. Uh, and Um,
0: And now there's, I mean, they're still out there
1: saying that he's got more documents that they haven't found yet. They're like, okay, we, well, we've gone over everything we got from him. Uh, National Archives is just like, there's,
0: there's still a bunch missing. And also, there's apparently that staffer that came forward. It was just like, yeah, he like instructed me to move a bunch of those documents after he got subpoenaed. He immediately was just like, hey, those things that the government's after me, we're not giving them to the government. In fact, we're moving them from where the government knows they are. Uh, and I mean. That's clearly a crime. It's just one more crime to add onto the big pile of all the crimes he's committed that he will never actually see any justice for. Uh, yeah. But the college try that's being made is quite juicy. Like, do, do love that they're bothering to actually try to do it, considering like all uh, like all the projections still have the Republicans like winning the House or whatever, and then they're just gonna be like Donald Trump. Don't know, never knew the guy. Don't even know subpoena i hardly know her so uh, yeah that's a funny joke and uh, we're just gonna ignore this one and then all of us liberals are gonna be like no but all the criming yeah Yeah.
2: so uh there was also um that guy that said he was directed to move the boxes uh a company that i guess like kind of specializes in handling the transportation of classified documents They came out recently and said, yeah, we were contracted by the White House to like do that shit for when (laughs) Trump was leaving and Biden was coming into office. And like we had a last minute cancellation from the White House. They just gave us the ring and said, hey, uh, we're not going to need you for that uh, movement of sensitive materials out of the White House. And that shit never happens to our company. Because you have to have certain levels of clearance to even touch those boxes. Like the people we staff our company with have to pass background checks and have to do all this kind of stuff to even get within six miles of that shit. So we don't know who else you can go to to do that. So that cancellation blew our minds. So, like, that is another thing that, like, dovetails in with, like, the staffer guy being like, yeah, I was told to grab the boxes and, you know, just get them moving. Get them on their way to Mar-a-Lago, where they belong, because that's the way the government handles sensitive materials 100%.
1: Yeah, that cardboard, that unmarked cardboard box that says, do not open, filled with secrets. Like, (laughs) holy shit. No wonder this guy came forward. Please don't charge me with espionage. I only moved yeah. a box yeah. at the order I was, of the I, former I was just,
0: president. Yeah, I was just following orders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly. right. Uh, how many times are we going to work a little Hitler ref into this week's episode? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see because Lord knows I we're mean, not going to stop. No. Uh, yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of Hitler and anti semites, all right, Mike. We talked <laughs> about what the, we talked about what the Mike what the man done did. Now let's get back into the nitty gritty of it. You you touched on it a little bit earlier, but now now I want to bask in it. Now that I have a fuller scope of what's going on, tell me what what's QAnon's reaction. Tell me.
2: Uh, they well, this is the thing. Like in in this moment, besides the trap synopsis, you have what I like to call like the silence. This is that twelve to forty eight hour window where. QAnon and the rest of the right wing are trying to percolate their talking points they're they're trying to figure out how they handle this. I've seen some people throwing out shit like, you know, the only reason why this January 6th committee is happening is because gas prices are are skyrocketing again and inflation is through the roof. And the Democrats are just trying to cover up their failed agenda with another nothing burger of a like publicity stunt to distract the American people, but the American people are going to see through it. And there's going to be a red wave in November. And that's generally like the opening. And QAnon's never going to have an answer for the Supreme court because they can't, because the Supreme court was supposed to have been captured. I mean, Q, Q made it clear that like getting Kavanaugh on the Supreme court was basically going to be game over and the, and Hillary and Obama were going to be frog marched to Guantanamo post haste oh, yeah. and then and then them getting like them getting acb on the court was just a cherry on top like the court should be double plus triple secured so they're never going to be able to explain why scotus told trump to pound sand so they're just unless gonna go,
0: Smolak got to all of them
2: that would be awesome i mean that's one of the things about QAnon that's like so funny. And it and it happens with all these kinds of conspiracy theories where they're constantly winning, but then they have to re-up the power level of the <laughs> enemy in order to make the enemy bad and evil and scary again. They just can't uh they can't ever keep things like where they're supposed to be. Like you're constantly winning, but you never win. Why is that? Well, because the bad guys played a counter move. But you real. told me that they, you're yeah, five steps ahead.
1: Everything they show on TV and the movies is real. Uh, Because they are required to let you know in advance what they're doing. Yep.
2: The the vampire has to ask permission to get in the door. Absolutely. I mean, it's just... Oh, it's okay. like a Jujutsu
0: Kaisen, where your your whatever your secret forbidden technique is uh, becomes stronger if you explain how it works to your opponent while you're fighting them, <laughs> <laughs> which has always been a thing in anime and manga uh, since the invention of the shonen. but I do really love that it's like an actual in-universe mechanical thing in Jujutsu Kaisen. It's literally just like, oh, yeah. If you brag to your opponent and tell them like how your super move works and what its weaknesses might be, it makes it stronger. Like it, it, it will give you the juice, like corn. Another thing I'm going to continue to reference: it's corn and Hitler. Oh, corn and Hitler all the way down, baby. It's like the middle of the United States all over again. <laughs>
1: Oh, there's no stopping this. It goes all the way to the bottom.
2: It's it's corn and Nazism all the way down. That's pretty much all we've got.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, everybody, everybody has their own opinion about various religious faiths. And it, Lord knows in America, everybody loves a non-Christian religious faith. But <laughs> especially uh, the marginalized, unfortunate victims of the American machine, Uh, Which is to say, successful African American rap mogul people like Ye, uh, who I am going to try not to dead name because that is like you know he has changed his name to Ye. I'll try to respect that wish, despite the fact that all the stuff he does and says makes me want to tear my bones out of my own body, Uh, especially when (laughs) he is alongside a friend of the show and also a friend of Matt Gates, Tucker Carlson. So uh, Mike. Tell us a tale, a tale of an interview between two actual, factual, bad people. Yay, West, and Tucker Carlson.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So the big thing here was uh, the fact that uh, Yay goes on Tucker Carlson and gives this rambling, terrible interview. (laughs) Which uh the the most the scummiest part of this is that Tucker edits out a lot of the interview because he knows that uh Kanye um gives a lot of anti-Semitism. There's a lot of anti-Semitic tropes in this conversation, there's a lot of not great things that he says. And the best part about this is is that in his intro to this interview, uh Carlson's just like yeah, the evil liberals like to tell you that Kanye is crazy, but I'm going to let you be the judge of that. Uh spoiler alert, I'm not going to actually let you be the judge of that cuz I'm going to leave a lot of his crazy <laughs> on the editing room floor so you don't hear it. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give I'm going to give I'm going to give him the best shine possible on this. So you get this very edited thing and the other thing about this is that Tucker was still defending this after uh, after Yi lost went even further off the rails and made the Death con three uh, on the Jewish people tweet later on. Like even after that, Tucker wasn't like you know probably shouldn't have platformed him. He's probably in a really bad manic phase right now. He needs the people around him and himself to get him some help because the man's in a dark place in this moment. Nope, he's still just like ah that interview nailed it. Good call on my part to do that. Uh, I'm proud of my work. Uh, Tucker Carlson straight crushing it, giving the American people the hard-hitting inside intel they deserve. And,
0: okay. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you here, but it's no. time It's time for one of our rare segments. We're going to dust it off, and it's time for a segment called Let's Talk About Real Shit. Uh, so uh, let's talk about some real shit, and I propose a question to you and to the audience and to everybody. At what point... Do I get to start saying, you know what, yay, I know you've got a mental disorder that's, like, diagnosed and all that, and that's unfortunate, and if you're having an episode here, that's a huge bummer. But also, I don't care about that, and fuck you, because your platform reaches tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of people— and we can't be having you going up there talking about how all of the Jews are bad. Like, yeah, that's, no, a, sh- that's, a, sh- right that's a shitty episode, but you were causing too much damage for me to, like, my empathy for your mental illness has gone to the side because I have much more empathy for Jews, comma, all. So, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, have we reached that point? Can we take a, the temperature on this? Can I be like, yo, Ye sucks and fuck him? <laughs> yeah, no,
1: everyone, everyone thinks that. Everyone agrees with you. Uh, everyone's just tired and burnt out. Like we should respect someone like having a manic episode and clearly going through something. But this is like the 20th time. And uh, Kanye got kicked off of Instagram after posting his incredibly anti-Semitic tweets to Puff Daddy when Puff Daddy offered to come and talk to him and like, Hey, you're doing a lot of damage. You need to knock this shit off. Let me come talk to you in person and explain this awful thing you're doing and, you know, just talk to you. And, uh, that's when Kanye said, uh, no, I'm (laughs) send a message to the Jews that control you. Um,
2: (laughs) yeah, I, I know the Jews that control you are trying to use you to get to me. Right. Exactly. Uh,
1: so, and yeah, part of the interview they cut out was that Kanye believed that, uh, a child that was hanging out with his friends or that was staying with them, was a paid actor sent to
0: like fuck with him, and well, that's GD, just... he he better fucking put a cork on that one right now, otherwise that might be a billion dollars down the line. Thank you, friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: and that's one of the things Tucker cut out, and that Vice got a hold of. Uh, it's just it's so sad, but no, I think everyone is with you that. Like, Kanye needs, like, actual genuine help, and if he keeps – but now he's, like, doing real damage to a lot of people and putting Yeah, I mean, forward...
0: granted, like, I understand that you don't get to control, like, what form your episodes take, but, like, you know, Ye putting his Grammy in the toilet, that's an unfortunate episode, obviously. Like, that doesn't yeah. seem like, like – it seems like a weird thing to just all of a sudden be doing. But it's not really hurting anybody except for maybe like your house cleaner and anyone who had a hand in making your Grammy. They might be like, oh man, that's rude. But like at the end of the day, that's your thing. You can throw it in the toilet and pee on it all you want, but you're not hurting anybody. Unfortunately, right. this episode and, you know, previous episodes where he's been taking to his social media and disparaging an incredibly huge group of people. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's like we have to, at some point, we just get to get to say that he sucks so that we don't like him anymore right it's like we get it man graduation is one of the best hip-hop albums of all time nobody can take that from you now please fuck off like become best friends with elon musk and have him send you in a rocket to a planet that needs a con- a-, a yay west we do not need a yay west
2: yeah <laughs> it was like the guy who uh, said to mia where he was like don't do this everyone loves the cash register gun song just stop stop now don't ruin our memories of it
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. oh, dude, MIA, like, uh, I had no idea that she was such a hardline anti-vaxxer, so (laughs) I'll be happy to keep hearing her song occasionally in movie soundtracks, but that's a wrap on her. Uh, Don't use your platform to fucking hurt people, and that includes disparaging the Jewish community uh, (laughs) with anti-Semitism and uh, trying to actually get people killed by refusing to take vaccines that are perfectly safe.
2: Yeah. Oh, that was one of the funniest things about the Tucker interview is so he he, he edits out all of this, like, like the anti-Semitism, the weird oh, the, story the of the replica.
1: Israeli, the black, Isra-
2: yeah, the black Israeli movement. He also, like, there was like a, a thing where he left most of it in, but Kanye made a quick little comment about, oh, yeah, I'm vaccinated against COVID. Snip, they snipped that out. They did not want he to uh, tell the world, yeah, all these, all these other horrible things I believe in are bad, and Tucker's going to let me say most of them. But Tuck Tuck's not going to let me tell his audience, oh, yeah, I got vaccinated against COVID, because that, that undermines the narrative that Tucker's going
1: for. Yeah, it, it's weird. I, I listened to several clips today uh, on another podcast, and, like, he, uh, he genuinely sounds unwell. Like, he's just rambling, and it all, like, it genuinely sounds crazy. It's so sad. It's just very sad that no one can actually help him except for himself. Like, he definitely needs to be medicated and seek professional help um and but he goes on to say that people less talented talented than him should not be allowed to tell him that he's being crazy
2: oh yeah um, yeah that, that, that's the model that's the model i mean
0: <laughs> so yeah. I mean, but yeah but like when when was your last sick banger though i mean donda came out nobody seems to give a fuck about it like i haven't heard a single donda How talented are you really now that you've been having all these crazy episodes dude like yeah your your peak was like 15 years ago or whatever i mean granted like you know i i love dark twisted fantasy uh and that was like what 12 years ago but i mean like you know his his stuff got worse and d- dude obviously like i listened to a bunch of yay like like pablo yeah. and all that shit <laughs> like and uh fucking like it's just like yay hasn't been rel- he's just sort of like a kardashian now which is you know Ironic, uh, in that like that was just sort of famous for being famous. Nobody really cares about his actual artistic output. I mean, but it's hard to do when your artistic output is like, yo, I'm gonna go to fashion week and I'm gonna wear a white lives matter shirt. It's like, yeah, sick artistic and expression, to, bro. What the fuck are you saying?
1: To sell it, and now he's selling that shirt. He's not saying anything with it. It's just controversy, and it's people like Tucker and Candace Owens taking advantage of his mental illness to oh, like. I, I,
2: I I have not looked at the price point of that White Lives Matter shirt, but I bet it's ridiculous. So, I mean.
0: Also, for the record, I mean, again, like, if he's. It it seems like he's a Republican now, which means that he has picked up his immunity to hypocrisy. But when you're raving at P. Diddy, Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, whatever it is now, uh, and telling him that he's controlled by, and I quote, the Jews or whatever. Yeah, capital uh, J. Like. And that he can't be trusted because he's got somebody's hand up him. Like the behavior of the current yay West really makes it seem like some Caucasian with money got to him. Right. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that's the case, but if you wanted to make that case for one of these two individuals, like P daddy's not out there hanging out with Donald Trump, say the white lives matter. Like that's, that's, that seems like a compromised thing to me uh Mr. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like, yeah. That's a pretty sick 180 there, bud. I mean, if we want to get Tim Foyle Hat Dog, I got one, and it says Yay West is, like, compromised.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that you're looking for an angle. You're looking for a way to keep attention on yourself, and it's like going right wing is the easiest grift in the world, because this, this is one of my favorite things about QAnon is that they literally spend all their days being like oh every celebrity every politician every everyone in the media and the music industry they're all they all sold their souls to the devil they're all part of this luciferian cult but the moment <laughs> someone famous is like oh yeah i don't like the vaccine or you know who's cruel donald trump suddenly that famous person is the greatest they're the best oh i love that famous guy cuz he loves trump and he hates the vaccine it's so good and it's like how did they get famous how did that happen because i thought you had to like literally like sign a contract with lucifer the morning star in order to get your 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 video out on youtube and get a hundred million views i thought success could only be obtained via like bending the knee to the literal christian devil like i thought that was that was the price you had to pay and yet like somehow some way a lot of washed up uh a lot, of, a lot of washed up musicians and actors like come out on TV and are just like, I'm super conservative. Boom. Booked on Fox news once a week. Guaranteed. Oh, you want your own radio show podcast? Boom. Tens of thousands of listeners. Guaranteed. The They hate the media and they hate stars, but they're the world's biggest star fuckers. They're just so desperate to get anyone remotely famous to be on their side. And so if you're someone li- like you, who, as Ella said, Hasn't been exactly killing it with the bangers recently. Hasn't been like creating like really good music. You just go conservative and boom, you're in the news. You get attention. Everyone's talking about you. Um, Everyone, like as Elle just said, like what happened to this guy? The guy that literally said George, George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. That guy's done a complete 180. Now he's wearing a MAGA hat and, literally ran third party to try to siphon the black vote away from Joe Biden to try to get Trump reelected. This guy was literally part of the plot to try to steal the election.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like, tinfoil hat off. It's obvious that the only thing he's really compromised by is mental illness and that if he has had, like, a lust for money and power that would have led him down this road, like, that's not being compromised. It's just who he is. Uh, but you know, it's easy to it's easy to look at it and just be like, you know, it's probably a byproduct of his mental illness, which is unfortunate. So, uh, yeah. you know, that part still continues to suck. But what sucks even harder is using your huge platform for anti-Semitism. So, uh, yay, not exactly in my good graces currently. But all right, but I'm all right sure Elf, that the, do you want to
1: you know. want to take a, a pop quiz? When was the last time uh, Yay had a song in the Billboard Top 100?
0: word top one hundred. Uh, was it Black Sorry. Skinhead" back in like twenty sixteen? Uh, no, that did no. not chart. Did it not? Then I have no idea. It It's
1: um two thousand twelve.
0: Okay, oh. so slightly earlier than I thought.
1: Uh, so that was uh
0: "Inwards in Paris," uh, oh. and yeah, then... dude, because that 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 whole like like that that whole era. Well, that, that was like the, the second research, like, you know, Graduation I still think is his best work and then boom, there at the end like, beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy into Watch the Throne. Like, that was like it was like, oh shit, yay, he's the biggest star on the planet. Uh, And then, uh, what, you said it was 2012? Was the last time he got one in the top 100? Fuck yeah. Year.
1: Yeah, and then uh, before that, all the lights of the lights, Um, but yeah, his uh, Gold Digger with uh was his his biggest one with 10 weeks in number one and 39 weeks on the chart. Also,
0: for for comparison, didn't Lady Gaga hit the top 100 with that Star Is Born song, like, you know, five years ago or four years ago or whatever, and maybe again since then? Yeah. What I'm saying is that, like, look, some of Ye's music is incredible. His output recently has kind of sucked, like, especially <laughs> compared to the party set himself. For,
1: uh, for the past decade, he, he hasn't had anything chart, like...
0: Anyway, so yeah, uh, unfortunate unfortunate week for Yay. Uh, uh, I mean, incredibly fortunate week if you're a fan of Quidod, because this has to be the biggest celebrity in their pocket now, right? It's not like famous for being uh, like a conservative goon already, like Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Like if if Yay is fully fully on team Republican, white, Caucasian people with money and influence now, then those the Quidod's going to be gripping themselves tightly and screaming like very good noises let's just say
1: oh uh he okay uh quick correction uh the throne did chart but uh i'm looking at his full list he's had he's been on tracks that have charted more recently but uh like i'm not counting i love it like maybe he's just been producing hot shit but like (laughs) i'm not counting i love it
0: you know who? You know who else topped a bunch of hot shit? The Neptunes. They were on like every popular song for like a full decade, and only one of them got to be independently famous in front of the camera. So, yeah. What does that say about producers, eh?
2: Yeah, and uh, I just looked up Lady Gaga's "Top Gun" song got made the Billboard 100. So,
0: there we <laughs> go. Yeah. There we go, Lady Gaga out there like twice the celebrity uh, Yay is, which yeah. means Lady Gaga, you have Ye's permission to tell yay that he is acting the fool and we demand that you do it <laughs> yes well <laughs> you need to be like you need to be like hey now, that, now that i have like i've come back triumphantly in like the third season after being absent for the second season because i was off doing a tony bennett lounge show tour around the world but i'm back now and i'm charting again and you're not and based on your logic that means that i uh, am more powerful than you it could tell you to stop fucking up yeah. it's like It turns out that Jewish people are just regular people made, like, just you need to leave them alone. (laughs) He's not going to like Lady Gaga's (laughs) religion. I mean, it's not up to Ye to fucking question her. She has the power. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (sighs) Okay, well, that was fun. I mean, at the very least, it was not having to talk about uh, Donald Trump or uh, Alex Jones. Uh, So let's keep that that train rolling. Uh, Next headline for the news segment this week uh tulsi gabbard's totally unexpected heel turn yeah speaking of switching teams let's talk about <laughs> tulsi gabbard yeah
2: yeah so uh, tulsi gabbard released a statement saying oh, i can't be a democrat anymore i mean i tried really hard she worked looked at all the angles for remaining in the democratic party just couldn't do it so oh my god
0: oh my <laughs> god
2: can't believe it i can't believe we lost tulsi i thought it was real close there for a moment that the lady who was constantly on tucker carlson and fox news and attacking democrats constantly i thought she was going to stay in the fold i thought she was going to be remain a team player but turns out she brought
0: the folding chair to the ring she (laughs) left it by her corner and then at some point oh she hit i can't believe that when the rest back was turned she would hit her opponent with that chair <laughs> Who could have seen this coming?
2: Never, never, not once. D- it wasn't telegraphed a mile away. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So I'm assuming that since we're talking about this, it has to be considered a tremendous dub in the in the, the world of the people that we talk about. Boy,
2: it is. So, the, so this is what happened. Like, and this is again the the fun of QAnon is so originally. So Tulsi Gabbard comes out, says she's a Republican now. And there's a bunch of QAnon promoters who are like, yay, we did it. We got Tulsi. Oh, the Democratic Party, they're going crazy. I remember back in 2016 when the Democrats thought Tulsi Gabbard was the future of their party. Now look at what happened. They've gone so far to the left. gone so crazy. Even Tulsi Gabbard can't be a part part of their madness anymore. (laughs) And there was like everyone getting in the circle and doing a dance and being all happy about it. And then there were QAnon promoters who were like, but Tulsi Gabbard did a, she had a picture where she did the triangle with her hands. You know, she's, she's got, she was signaling to her Illuminati overlords. And you just can't take back a triangle photo. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just you can't, can't do go it.
1: Un-Luminati.
2: You can't go un You can't, you can't untether yourself <laughs> once you've been documented making okay. the Diamond Dallas page sign to the cameras.
0: Uh, okay. So, are these people still rooting for uh, Ye's like, onboarding to their cause? Because Ye historically and very famously, at least back in the day, at least you know, as of semi recently, tremendously good friends with Jay-Z. Now, I don't know how much you know about the man Jay-Z, Mike Raines, but he uh, used to really heavily represent Rockefeller Records, a.k.a. The Rock. And the rock's symbol is also the diamond. Dallas Page diamond symbol, which is also a hand triangle. I guess it's supposed yeah. to be a diamond shape, but it can very easily be construed as triangle.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Oh they. Oh yeah. The, the uh, Jay Z and Beyonce are Illuminati one hundred percent. That 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 existed long before Illuminati
1: confirmed.
2: Oh, they are. I, like the the mythos with them is like so involved that I remember people saying that like uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce merely sold out to the Illuminati to become pawns. Like they understood that like the Illuminati has a strict like initiation procedure. There's like, no matter how famous and powerful you are, you can only attain a certain status as the first generation of the Illuminati, but blue Ivy uh, and the further children that Jay-Z and Beyonce have had, they will get full Illuminati benefits down the line. Like they will be... True I mean, I don't race. know, man.
0: Beyonce has to be on that Adrena Chrome tip right now because she is radiant. I don't know how she does it. She looks incredible. Like, yeah. and, and not even just like from an attractive standpoint, which is also true. I mean, she's a very attractive woman. But she, she does have that glow that comes with being the figurehead of a cult, even if you don't want to be one. Right. And uh, a, like, she has a big enough fan base, that a big enough percentage of them are ravenous enough to give her cult glow. Like, would she, like, if you're in a room with her, I'm sure that you're just like, wow, I can feel it. Like, there are people that believe in you. That's crazy.
2: Oh, yeah. The, 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 the bay hive is, is not to be, not to be fixed with. Yes. Uh, so, uh, there's a guy that, um, Brendan Dilley, who is a washed up has been in the QAnon community, who is now on Truth Social, throwing elbows at We the Media, trying to, trying to get back that cachet that he had back in the good old days when it, when people actually cared about him. And, um, he posted and he's posted an angry series of screeds about Tulsi Gabbard being totally, uh, fake and, uh, a CIA, uh, front character. And my, my favorite thing about this is they got an article from the daily mail where it says Gabbard overtakes Pence as third favorite to win 2024 GOP nomination. which uh a holy shit is that meaningless because mike pence is never winning the republican nomination in a million years yeah it would take
0: them way too long to reprogram him to be suitable for a presidential run it could just never happen no he's like sitting in a warehouse right now doing nothing it's been a while (laughs) since he's been booted up like oh that guy is just (laughs) he only looked good because he was next
1: to trump like holy shit
0: my favorite and, part was when that fly landed on his uh, wet pupil, and it did not change. There was no blinking. <laughs> it, it, he just let it skitter across his eyeball like an Aeon Flux cartoon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but So, yeah. The, so, A, Pence is never going to be the nominee, and B... When you're talking about the third nominee, you're ignoring the fact that like Trump and DeSantis have like 98% of the Republican uh, primary options like locked down. Like, those are the two guys that everyone's talking about as the two-man field that's possible. And I, for one, think DeSantis will, like, piss his pants the moment Trump's like, I'm running for president, and uh baby little Ron DeSantis thinks he can stop me? Get fucked, Ron. And I think DeSantis will just start crying at that point, because I don't think – I truly don't think he can sit up to the bully. So Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, again, hey, DeSantis people. I don't want to help your campaign, but if you want to take my idea of just go hard – uh I will take your money because unfortunately I do think that strategy is your only winning one.
2: Yep, 100%. You ju-
0: you're just like, "Hey, guess what? The old king is stupid and ugly and old and dead, and I am the new king and I'm just like him, but I'm young and not old and uh actually in shape." So <laughs> Yep. <laughs>
2: I I agree with literally all of that. Like that like but I, I truly don't believe DeSantis can go hard. So I, I just love the idea that this guy is mad about like some idiots on Predictit move Tulsi Gabbard to the four cent possibility over Mike Pence, who was the four cent possibility. Meanwhile, Trump and DeSantis are 72 percent and 24 percent. And it's just like, yeah, no one cares. And again, it's this is speculative bullshit gambling on the Internet. It means nothing so it was really funny that we literally had uh like i'd say maybe about like 24 hours of gabbard mania in QAnon, and then immediately the pendulum swung super hard to the other way to just like don't trust her she's she's i mean i think there's honestly more people in QAnon holding out hope that aoc is a white hat than there than there is that tulsi gabbard is a white hat i Their their just lust for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is, like, just irrational, whereas, like, Tulsi Gabbard is, meh, whatever, so.
0: I mean, uh, like, if you you want to know the honest truth about it, I'm pretty sure the only reason they care about AOC is because she is a, like, young, attractive female Democrat opponent for them, as opposed to all their other female Democrat opponents who are, like, older women that would not be, like, man, hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. But oh, yeah. also, the
1: Democrats really could stand to have some, like, young leadership.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, I like AOC for, like, wildly other reasons than that. But I, I like, I don't, I don't, you know kiwanad loves to hate her and i honestly think a big part of the reason why they love to hate her is because she's just young and attractive and other other enemies are like hillary clinton and nancy pelosi (laughs) these like you know just regular ass older white women that if you wanted to make crones in your fan art you could but then you have like aoc who's just like yeah i'm like below the age of 65 by a lot and what do you got?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, like QAnon and the right—they love posting pictures of like old Democrat women and being like, "Look at these hags that are Democrats." And they get their pictures of Boebert and MTG and being like, "Look at these smoking hot Republican chicks. Vote Republican. We got the hot babes." And it's just like, so like AOC like ruins that narrative for them because it's like, "Oh my God, a woman who's like, a, a, like." traditionally traditionally attractive and she's a democrat no no we can't accept this it's bad and
0: wrong it's also non-white well there we go there's our there's our hook oh yeah yeah exactly even even if she wasn't secretly a man which she totally obviously is (laughs) she's way too hot to be a woman that is their Uh, playbook even if she was even if she wasn't a man uh she's not white so no deal yeah yeah, that's why uh, we are proud to introduce our new dating app for the racist conservative Hitler, HTLR. And when you, down- <laughs> when you download the Hitler app, you'll be connected only to people of the purest, whitest blood. Nice. <laughs> that's convenient. And pretty soon we'll be rolling out our No More Italians or Irish expansion, which will be great. <laughs> Yeah. because uh, w- once we get down to just white people, then we do have to continue to to wean them out. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you splitting guys. hairs. You guys get it? Yeah, yep, you guys yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. We want our lump to have no knobs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that okay. was uh, that that's the uh, uh, the mysterious L's reach of the week. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh boy. Nice. Okay. Well, uh I mean th- so the main reason I'm vamping and reaching is because I don't know who Danchenko is, and that's the next thing we're talking about on our headline list. Okay. So once again, an opportunity for Mike rains to educate me, the co-host of the podcast who we're recording as I speak Yep.
2: So uh Danchenko is the guy that our hero Durham is currently on trial trying to convict for lying to the FBI.
0: Oh, I fell asleep like halfway through that statement. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Uh,
2: uh, 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 take two. Okay, yeah, no no problem, yeah. And the the best part about this trial is the fact that it's absolute bullshit. There's nothing to this. And uh, pretty much from the jump, this has been made clear because uh, Durham himself is actually handling this prosecution. He's actually in the courtroom uh, asking witnesses stuff. Usually you, usually the guy like running the investigation has like his subordinates handle the the courtroom stuff, but Durham apparently wanted to throw his hissy fit in the courtroom for the world to see. So what this case actually is about like the nuts and bolts of the charges against Danchenko is that uh, he is Durham is claiming that he's lying about the fact that he talked to a guy named uh, Sergei Millian, uh, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I don't know exactly how to say that last name, but anyway, Sergei, Denchenko said, oh, yeah, I talked to Sergey. He gave me some information for the steel dossier. I passed that along, this, that, and the other thing. And Durham's whole argument is, no, you didn't. You have no records of that conversation with Sergey. And now I've got you cold on lying to the FBI about it. And the best part about this is, is that Christopher Steele, the guy who made the dossier is not going to testify. Sergey is not going to testify and <laughs> basically told Durham, fuck you, buddy. You're never putting me on that stand. I will never comply with you. And uh, the first witness that Durham called, so this is Durham's witness. And someone said that Durham has six witnesses for this thing. So his first witness gets up on the stand and in cross-examination, that witness was like, yeah, Dinchenko thought he talked to uh, Sergey. He wasn't totally confident it was Sergey, but he was pretty confident it was. And we thought that was pretty reasonable. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and like Durham's like smoking gun was like, there's no phone records of you talking to Sergey," And people are like, yo, there's like Signal, there's WhatsApp, there's a million ways to have place a call without a phone record of it showing up on your phone. And the... FBI agent who was testifying was like, Oh yeah. When I would talk to him, I think he mentioned apps. So <laughs> like this, this whole case hinges on Durham having rock solid evidence that Dinchenko did not talk to Sergei and lied about that to the FBI. And the first FBI agents like, eh, when he said that he was kind of ambivalent about if he did it or he didn't do it. And we took him at his word. Cause he seemed like a pretty honest guy. Yes. So,
0: real
2: stand-up guy yeah real stand-up guy we trusted him so this is
0: why we have to defund the fbi yes oh god why why should why should i the average person trust this trained fbi agent to have a proper read on whether or not somebody is trustworthy when they're speaking to them they can be saying anything mike (laughs) fucking anything yeah
2: (laughs) yeah so basically uh this whole thing like we're we're uh, we're one witness in. i we may have the second witness today but the whole point of this shit is just headlines for Fox News and the right-wing media. Like, there was the, that same guy that gave that testimony under cross-examination about, hey, he probably talked to this guy. But, again, he never said 100% that he did. Right. Um, that guy, like, the when he was under direct examination from uh, Durham – he mentioned something to the effect of, like, yeah, we we offered Christopher Steele like a million dollars to uh, verify some evidence in the Steele dossier, and he couldn't do it, and that was all over Fox News like million dollar bounty offered Durham like getting to the bottom of the corruption, blah blah blah. And it's like that's not the case. The, like the, this is not the trial. The trial is about literally these specific lies that involve these two specific guys. And neither the guy it was reported to, Christopher Steele, nor the guy who allegedly had the conversation happen, neither one of them are going to testify. And Denchenko is probably not going to testify either because this case is so flimsy and shitty and weak, there's no reason for him to get on the stand and risk, like, getting tripped up by something Durham says to him. So... This is going to go on for two weeks and then Danchenko is going to get acquitted and QAnon and the right wing are going to scream about the two tiers of justice and how this is a bullshit and these corrupt juries will let anybody walk and blah, blah, blah. But it's a joke. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. It's absolutely nonsensical.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, the January 6th committee has got through, has had to like erect an actual old timey three ring circus and parade out an unlimited amount of evidence before even daring to subpoena the clearly, by all accounts, very guilty Donald Trump. And uh, (laughs) this is where that, I mean, dude, if you ever get an opportunity to take that feat that just makes you immune to hypocrisy, like, it severely reduces your charisma almost across the board, but there are areas where it doesn't, and you can just pal around with those people, and meanwhile, you don't have to deal with being a hypocrite anymore, so you can just say one thing, and they do the opposite so fun. yes absolutely
1: uh, it's great
0: it, it works real good
1: it's a strong yeah. perk
0: you really have to make it work for you. you yes pretty much have to be a republican but that's where the hot babes are bro <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn right <laughs> anyway we are running a little long in the news segment so uh this is normally where we would do our russia roundup i'm sure that the russia ukraine stuff is still going to be here next week so let's just talk about it next week and instead get to our scintillating mailbag
1: our listeners got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q and A.
2: Uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, if you were to build a killdozer to protect Australia from Ron, what would you name it?
0: Oh, man. That's a good one. Um, hmm. uh, Ray.
1: Ray Ayanami. Or, no, no, yeah. I a- was a- going to a-
2: say the heart of Ray Ayanami and make Ava, him try. Ava Unit 1. Yeah, yeah. Make him actually destroy that which he cherishes the most. That was.
0: Uh, I'm either gonna my my first instinct was to say thrill dozer because it seems like the only thing they could defeat a kill dozer is a thrill dozer. But That's a good one. Uh, if we don't want to go for a rhyme scheme thing, uh, uh, because the, because this is taking place in the Australian outback, by which I mean the Sydney Opera House, because Australia is all one place. Uh, I. Think it would be really funny if uh, it was called "In Defense of America."
2: <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be properly ironic. Also, uh, it's
0: funnier to me than it will be to everybody else. be like that's a pretty weak punchline. Uh, I spent a lot of time in my wasted youth smoking from a huge, like, marijuana hookah called "In Defense of America," and uh, that has informed a lot of my life decisions going forward. <laughs>
2: the other thing i could see naming it is charisma because that would just drive ron ron the <laughs> vehicle and be like no my great nemesis ah and just, just veer wildly away from it because he can't be within fucking 100 miles of any charisma because the man oh my god q Ooh,
0: prime we'll just make q prime yep. Well, I've yeah. got the envelope here, guys, and uh, unfortunately, we were all wrong. It, it turned out that uh, after the voting closed, uh, Dozy McDozeface won. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Big shout-out to Dozy McDozeface, our champion, uh, yes. who will defend America and Australia, I guess, from the <laughs> rampaging uh, killdozer of Ron Watkins when he unleashes it in the Australian Outback slash at the Sydney Opera House. Same <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh cleodora silvestri uh asks can you explain why turboteen is the greatest 80s cartoon show nobody ever talks about uh Uh, honestly
0: i feel like i feel like turboteen lives on only in people talking about it because you know who hasn't seen a full episode of turboteen me Mm. i've seen seen a full episode of that show are you out of your trees well okay i think i may have but it was before i could like form long-term memory it was so long ago i i would only remember the broad strokes Kid gets hot, turns into car, get water splashed, turn into boy, right? That's how it works?
1: Something like that. I've seen full episodes. It's it's only like, they only made like 10 or 14 episodes. It is a very small run, especially for back then.
0: And then the Japanese adapted it, but they were just like, hey, what if instead of turning into a car, he turns into like a girl from a boy? <laughs> and they were like, oh, that's way better. That 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 sounds like a much easier concept to write stories around. than than somebody who's like the incredible hulk only instead of angry it's warm and instead of hulk it's car (laughs) don't make me warm you won't like me when i'm warm parentheses because i turn into a car i mean that would that would be a way to get the job done if you were just like in like a cramped room with somebody and they were giving you the business you're like oh my temperatures rising and then you just turn into a car and explode their body it's so humid here yeah.
1: Oh no <laughs> you fool oh.
0: how did you, you what you didn't remember is that we're fighting in Florida Blah, <laughs> He's
1: Fatality. always just park car
0: Fatalitine. there we go <laughs> yes, I <you> like that <laughs> I, oh, it's great uh um, yeah, I'm not sure i I feel like I feel like Termiteen is like properly estimated and therefore. <laughs> uh like yeah i mean honestly my position on the matter is i'm pretty sure timothy lives on only in conversation
2: where he belongs
0: which is great that happens to all of us once we die yeah (laughs) yes let's talk about real shit the segment
1: is back
2: (laughs) elegant and bleak on us here in the mailbag uh so thank you for the question uh me bad asks when will we see a conspiracy like the elites want global warming to continue so it's more comfortable for our reptilian overlords? Bam! Reverse UNO card!
0: I feel like that kind of already exists. And I if it doesn't, I... that, that, that would be a dynamite pitch for that thing that Mike and I talked about that one time that we uh, I, I shouldn't be speaking about on the podcast. The idea is so good that we don't want it stolen let's <laughs> just say that at one point the idea was uh to potentially need to pitch somebody a fake conspiracy theory to make real and that seems like a dynamite one yes <laughs> i,
2: I think that's one. the plan that's a good idea
0: that has to be a movie or
1: something already i feel like i've <laughs> seen that somewhere
0: uh i mean maybe but if so like dude what are you what are you googling mate? Yeah. <laughs> That's is more about you than us yeah It's like yeah, I've seen that. It's like okay, okay I'll call I'll call you there. Where have you seen it exactly? I, I don't know
1: I can't I feel like I've, I feel like it's like a Doctor Who
0: episode or something. That would be great. and it would explain why I don't know it.
2: Yes uh, we we've never I mean we've gone over a bunch of things that Elle's not a fan of, but the the Doctor Who hatred we've never uh, we've ever tapped that vein for uh, delicious podcasting content for from L. So maybe one dark day when Trump isn't doing anything particularly insane, we might be like, yay, so, Doctor Who, and then just, just <laughs> let the good times roll.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, of all the things I dislike, I that one, I'm not sure. I mean, my biggest problem with it is that my my dislike of the show is – is like pretty boring and I don't think worth making content for. So, just like Doctor Who itself, boom, roasted, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched a couple full episodes with me. I did. One of them had a Stormzy song in it, and I was very excited. Yeah. It was the easily the most exciting thing that happened to Doctor Who since that Angel episode where the Doctor is just not in it. Yep. Yep,
2: that's the, that's the only full episode of of Doctor Who I've ever watched, and I thought it was very good. That, so. like,
0: accidental Outer Limits episode that somehow snuck its way out of the Doctor Who set where there wasn't some, like... <laughs> Weird Brit in a scarf, just sort of like prancing about, like just being like, "Ah, you know, I'll probably solve this problem and every problem with my sonic screwdriver." Thanks, Doc. (laughs) Anyway, no. How did we start? Mike, you talked this into existence. How dare you? (laughs) That's me.
2: I'm the worst. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I would think it's very interesting, the idea of the conspiracy theory for good. And uh, the problem is is these people are so, like, hidebound. And just all these conspiracy theories are for them is confirmation bias. So, like, if you came up with, like, the global warming is actually a deep state plot thing, they would just be like, no, you're lying, because we love global warming, because we know the libs actually hate the global warming, so we have to be pro-global warming. Also,
0: like, that working would... uh like assume that at the very least the people that are conspiracy theory minded in that way are ambivalent towards if not actively working towards the goal of doing good uh and that the second they realize that their conspiracy theory was doing good they wouldn't just drop it for that reason alone and i'm not sure that we could make that assumption i feel like a lot of people would just be like oh what like what's going on like this is actually Like, yo, we caught wind of this, and it seems like the libs sort of like this, so I don't want nothing to do with this. This sucks. (laughs) Yeah. They're saying that this is, like, allowing crops to grow properly and, like, preventing, like, soil erosion on (laughs) coastlines. That sounds fucked up. I don't want any part of that.
2: Nope. Hard pass.
0: Where's the part where I know that more money is getting into a Caucasian straight man's pocket? That is what I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: That one's hard to track down
0: quick no. somebody checked on trump's pockets right now we need to know how are the king's pockets is he still flush with geish <laughs> uh
2: so thank you for the question uh d uh dr initially asks how many evil urges can you blame on playing dnd
0: oh hmm all of them except for the sexual ones boom roasting yeah. <laughs> take that me Uh, I mean, uh, do I have any uh, – I mean, like, there are a bunch of joke answers. Are there any real answers, though? Let's talk about real shit. It's back. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually know. Uh, do I, I – like, yeah. I I feel like it – I'm not sure. It's sort of like a uh, chicken-egg situation because I have been roasted by my coworkers at retail jobs I previously had of having my accent – Changed to match the person I'm talking with, like not over the top, not like a like a caricature, but like just sort of acclimating to like the low end of it. And sort of, and my coworkers would sort of always bust my chops over that shit. they be like, "Dude, you talk to customers all fucking funny," and I was like, "What?" Because I don't know, I'm doing it. So I don't know, did I get that from playing D and D, or has that helped my DMing? Because I just have these weird like 10% accents queued up for an assortment of npcs i don't know man but it is a, there is a correlation there somewhere either either my bad habit is fueling a good D, or my good dnd is feel like a bad habit
2: I, that was yeah. like kind of like yeah I, I got
0: nothing else to throw in. no that, that would
2: that melt one. my brain if people were telling me yeah you you talk different when you talk to certain people because this is a thing you're doing i'd be like wow really i am oh man that's wild <laughs> i had no idea <clears throat> My my mind would be absolutely blown.
0: Yeah, like for for instance, right then I sounded like a dog barking. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's amazing. I know. Never I mean, heard so, anything so, like. Sometimes, it. sometimes I can really dial in, and when I when I get there, I mean, it goes from it goes from like ten percent to like a thousand percent. It's like mob psycho. I just like flip out. It's wild. Damn, I'm just full of references today. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, do I do I ever make this many pop culture references on the podcast? No, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> rare. Yeah.
2: it's Oh God. Uh I really I god, I haven't played D D in a dog's age. Like, um I I think that like my gaming is more of uh, like playing hidden information games, kinda like Werewolf or Secret Hitler and stuff like that. Like I think that like that can kind of put you in a spot where you get more adept at lying, which I don't know is a great trait to have, but at the same time, like social deduction games they're good for like reading people like poker and stuff like that but it's a kind of it's kind of the thing where you have to like learn you have to remind yourself there's a time and a place for like that kind of like uh frivolity like maybe not like try to just like screw with people by being like hey maybe they can like get one over on this guy by like telling him something that ain't true because that'd be weird but beyond that I really don't know like what sort of like Bad impulses could possibly be like fostered by my uh gamery, other than crippling sedentaryism by just sitting in front of a computer all day, which is definitely no bueno.
0: Hmm. And Sarge, generally not a D and D gamer, has played, but no, not not yeah. in in it to win it like I am, and not formally in it to win it like Mike was. No, I just yeah. buy books that I read and I don't play. Hey man, that's cool like of the of the two things that i engage with that wizards of the coast produces uh i'm glad that you're supporting that one because <laughs> magic yeah. is a dumpster fire yeah it is yep. still yep. play it
2: so uh and finally pancake Peasant asks what is the most insane q anon take you have heard or seen about the war in ukraine um my favorite weird insane take on the war in ukraine is that there is no war in ukraine there are no war ah,
0: vladimir putin's stance on the matter bold
2: <laughs> yeah uh well, well vladimir putin's stance is that it's a special military operation and these people would also tell you there is no special military operation but like there are people who are posting stuff on the internet like we have all these cameras and everyone's got a flip phone that can record stuff why aren't we getting like frontline combat footage where guys are just like firing like AK-47s at each other and mortars are blowing up and everyone's getting torn to pieces. Like I don't see any of that and I know it should be out there. So the the theory is basically that there is no war and that um, like all this money going into Ukraine is just a giant money laundering operation and that nobody's actually buying any military hardware to repel the Russians. And so
0: what happens if you show these people any of the thousands of videos of the front lines where Ukrainians are using like military hardware to like blow up tanks and stuff? Cause I've, <laughs> I've seen literally dozens of those and I spend a shockingly small amount of time on Twitter, but it's just like, Hey, you want to watch this guy uh, <laughs> blow up this thing with a RPG? It's like yeah. yeah okay he's is, is he Ukrainian and defending his country from uh, a Russian invader then fuck yeah I'll watch him blow that tank up with an <laughs> RPG oh my god it looks so cool like hey you want to watch this Ukrainian drone uh blow up this van uh, full of guys and I'm just like are this guys Russian or are they invading their country then yeah fuck yeah watch that video let's do it
2: yeah uh, oh they'll say stuff like that's that's videos from the the invasion in 2014 blah deep fake all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I I think I, I I think I posted it to our uh group chat the video of the Russian tank just literally oh, driving yeah, over Yeah, just literally driving over landmines that are naked on a road and just blowing itself up, just literally suiciding itself.
0: I watched All- a truck full of explosives blow up a gigantic bridge just like three days ago. Yes. From <laughs> Several, so many different angles that one of them may show a secret underwater drone. Like, <laughs> dude, the videos are like constant and everywhere if you want to see them. But it's just the Tucker Carlson thing. I would try. I, I sent my people to find QAnon. They couldn't find a goddamn thing. Right. I
2: sent my people to find activity of the war. in Ukraine couldn't do it. There is no war. Yeah. Oh, so yeah I th- not a bit. I, no. So I think that's my favorite uh, QAnon conspiracy theory about Ukraine is that there's actually no war. None of this is actually happening. It's just some weird... uh, The problem with the theory is that you have to make Putin a bad guy because Putin has to be in on it to to rake in all those bucks for this fake war. So um, It's not a huge mainstream QAnon thing. The mainstream stuff is more the Ukrainian biolab shit and that Ukraine is the very beating heart of deep state corruption and evil and that Vladimir Putin is saving the world by conquering them. Which is confusing because he's losing and getting his ass kicked which means the deep state's winning so they have yeah, to kind of ignore not that
1: doing well
2: no yeah so that's that's about it that's like those are the main conspiracy theories for ye old war in ukraine it's
1: gonna be which, to, uh, uh, top those but yeah. not for ye's war ye's no war not for is ye's a different war. one oh the ye's ye's war war is a very personal war yeah. yes
2: and uh that brings us to our question in numerous which is what are you guys looking forward to
1: Uh, I mean, last week I said Chainsaw Man, Uh, this week I'm going to do a twofer, the new season of anime has a bunch of seeming bangers with really good animation, and I've started playing an old video game, Endless Space 2, and it turns out
0: it's pretty fun. Uh, To make up for Sarge doing two, I'm only going to do half, and I'm going to make it quick. I'm looking forward to playing D&D, which I'm doing literally the instant I'm done recording this podcast. Nice.
2: <laughs> and uh, i'm looking forward to hopefully making the next tier level in storybook brawl because i'm at like 2400 and i'm hoping to make 2500 to climb the ladder that much closer to to becoming a storybook brawl god
1: good fucking dream. luck it has been oh I, yeah I, I hit 1500 and like progress <laughs> didn't halt, but it slowed down dramatically
2: Oh, I, I've floored 2,000 more times than I can count. I've made it to 22, 23, bam, stone back to 2,000 and start to climb again, dum-dum. So, yeah. Uh, but, I just, but
0: I just have a good, fun time and don't care about the ladder. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Okay, Uh, so it's time for us to uh, do the weird Zoidberg-style sideways crab walk uh, and scurry frightened of that dog uh, out (laughs) of Hellworld for the week. Thank you so much for supporting us. You can continue to support us for free, an additional layer of support. This is what it is to go even further beyond by giving us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this through. That would be great. Uh, if possible, you know, just let the people know that you love us, because obviously you too. Why wouldn't you? If you have money and you want to give it to us, you can do that too. If you're like, damn, I can only show my love by giving them cold heart geish. Uh, we will receive it at patreon.com slash poker If you donate $5 or more uh, per month, you get access to all of our bonus content, uh, which includes several different series, the most fun to record of which so far have been. Our breakdowns of Q-related media in series such as and What We Do Out of Shadows, Mule's Errand, and uh, once we get back to recording episodes of it, Queeb, which stands for Cash Writes Everything Around Me. Uh, These are all different nonsensical QAnon uh, media uh, touchstones that we watch and then discuss. So you can join us again at patreon.com slash poker uh, Thank you so much to all of our beautiful our babies. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, you can uh, do some good with it by donating it to love. 46org They are an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Or of course, there are several other ways you can do good with your money. Find one that suits you best and do it. We like to recommend uh, blue elections uh, where it matters. Go ahead and funnel that money into the side of reason and sanity uh and progressive liberal politics uh or you know uh give it to ukraine they could use all the help they can get thank you for the use of our intro song from dj minimal effort who still has no social media uh, thank you to our buddy frosty who you can find on twitter at frosty for all of our voiceover work when we need it you can find the show on twitter at Hellworld with a q instead of an o you can find me on twitter at hell l with hell world spelled the same way sarge is at sergeant hell and of course mike rains is at poker politics so, for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined, as almost always, by Sarge and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Raines. Good speed, patriots.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.